0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And like I mentioned last week, I, I predicted I was not going to have a lot of time to do this show. And it turns out I was a 100% correct. I do not have a lot of time to do this show. So we're going to see if I can get through it in one take. So let's start it off here. Lucid Motors released a pic of a vehicle carrier. So just imagine like a semi truck with a bunch of cars on the back waiting to deliver six Lucid Air Dream Editions. Deliveries will begin October 30th. So this Saturday or last Saturday, depending on when you're listening to this. The Hyundai Ioniq 5 got a five-star overall crash test rating from Euro NCAP, which is great. We're still waiting for this car, at least I'm still waiting for this car to hit the US market, because I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, Later, but Tesla, their pricing is getting way outside of my comfort zone when it comes to their car prices but we'll talk about that later. Let's jump into Panasonic news. Panasonic plans to start test production of the new 4680 battery cells in March. Now, you would think that Panasonic would be testing these cells or testing the production of these cells at their Giga Nevada factory, but they're not. They are going to test them in Japan, and I should say March 2022. So I believe right now Panasonic actually produces the battery cells for the Model S and Model X in Japan and then ships them to California. And that's fine because they don't make a lot of Model S and Model Xs. I can't imagine that Panasonic is planning on building the 4680 cells and then shipping them to California. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, It makes more sense for Panasonic to partner with Tesla and build them where Tesla is building the cars. But it's good news to hear that they're actually ramping that up. This week, Panasonic also showed off a new battery cell prototype that they say could lower production costs. The new battery will have five times the battery capacity as current cells, and it will cost 50% less to make. Now, I'm not throwing shade onto Panasonic here, but we'll see if they can make this work at scale because everything is easy in a lab. When you try and build it at scale, it's much, much more difficult. But Panasonic says this, if this all works out, they will be able to boost production 100-fold by the end of the decade, which is pretty cool. And I should mention that Panasonic is not building the lithium-iron phosphate batteries that Tesla is using in their entry vehicles. And actually, I should probably go back <laughs> here just a little bit more. I was going to do a story on this later, but I'll just mention it now. The Model 3, and if they bring back the Model Y standard range, will now come with lithium iron phosphate batteries, which we've talked about this in the past. I think Elon mentioned it at the shareholders meeting. Uh, This is the direction that Tesla was going to go. Now it's official. Tesla has launched the live camera access for century mode. So basically, if you are like, I'm kind of worried about my car, I just kind of want to take a peek and, and see what's going on outside my house or whatever. You can now access those cameras from the Tesla app on your smartphone, which is pretty cool. And you can watch somebody, you know, key your car real time. Enough lame jokes because we got to get through these stories. I've got more studying to do. Tesla has increased the price of the Model S and Model X by $5,000. They also recently increased the price of the Model 3 and the Model Y by $2,000. I thought it'd be fun to run through the base price of all the models here. And that does, th- this is just if you bought the cheapest version of each model. So, we're going to start, start with the Model 3 here. Sorry, hiccup. I'm dead. The hiccups out. Uh, model 3 will be $43,990. And if you remember, the Model 3 standard range started off at 37500 And you could even get the standard range Model 3, not the standard range plus, but the standard range Model 3 for 35000 So, quite a Decent price hike for the Model Three Standard Range Plus at forty three thousand nine hundred ninety dollars. The Model Y Long Range would be fifty six thousand nine hundred and ninety. I'm not going to lie. If they put in the Model Y Standard Range Plus in there, and and made it you know forty five to forty six thousand dollars, that'd be a really sweet spot for that car. Um, the Model S is base priced eighty nine thousand four hundred ninety. And the Model X base price is 104990 So I mentioned, I think I mentioned this last week, I was going back and forth on whether I was going to get a Model Y or a Cybertruck. And right now, uh, because I reserved Cybertruck at $50,000 plus $7,000 for the, um, what's it, uh, the full self-driving, um, I'm firmly back on Cybertruck, even though I have to wait, just on price alone. All right, folks, we are almost done. We have two more stories here. A few months ago, we talked about a crash that happened just outside of Houston, Houston, Texas, where two men were in a Model S and they ended up getting into an accident and they they both passed away, unfortunately. And at the time, there was some concern of whether or not the driver was actually in the driver's seat at the time of the accident because one man was found in the passenger seat and the other man was found in the back seat. I mentioned then... And, and I'll mention this now: that it's not uncommon when we go on accidents, especially if they were high impact accidents. We find people in all sorts of weird places, especially if they weren't wearing their seatbelt. Which we don't know if the driver was wearing a seatbelt or not. The NTSB, the National Transportation Safety Board, has announced its findings. And right now, as we know, they haven't announced. They haven't released their final report, but this is what we know so far. The car was accelerating up to 67 miles per hour, five seconds before the crash. So, it sounds like at impact, the vehicle is traveling 67 miles per hour. The accelerator pedal was pressed down as high as 98.8%. So, um, I'm I'm sure everybody who has a Tesla has gotten somebody in the passenger seat to show off the car's acceleration because it's a lot of fun. And it's a pretty cool demonstration as to how powerful these cars are. At this time, we don't officially know what they were doing. Maybe, you know, there was a malfunction of the vehicle, although it doesn't sound that like that was the case, or maybe they were just, you know, showing off the the acceleration. We don't know. One of the other things that people were reporting on was whether or not Autopilot was engaged. And the NTSB has not officially said one way or the other. They did say that they tested a different Tesla on that same stretch of road and autopilot wouldn't engage because it doesn't have lines. So as soon as the NTSB releases their final report, I'm sure we'll we'll chat about it in the future. But uh, that's where we're at as far as this update. And now let's get to some slightly happier news because I did not want to end on a death story here. This week, Hertz announced that it was buying 100,000 Model 3s from Tesla. This is a four plus billion dollar deal. And, you know, the Teslas will be delivered over a few years, but that's this is really good for Tesla. Um, Probably not so good for people trying to get, you know, individuals trying to buy Teslas because right now, you know, they just don't have the capacity as it is. But it's good for Tesla on the whole. We also found out this week that 50,000 of those model threes will be rented out to Uber drivers in a deal between Hertz and Uber. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, the news is already pretty good. It can't get better. Well, it is better. As a matter of fact, uh, we also got news today. If the deal between Hertz and Uber is, is fruitful and is working out really well, they'll buy another, and it depends on the outlet that you, you read. It's anywhere they're going to buy another fifty to hundred thousand Model Threes, and so that's a total of one hundred and fifty or two hundred thousand Model Threes total. As you can imagine, this sent Tesla stock soaring, and at least as the time at the time of this recording, Tesla is a trillion dollar company. So, good news for Tesla, good news for Hertz, good news for Uber. Congratulations to everybody involved, especially those who own stock and Tesla employees who own stock options or Tesla employees who own stock. I don't know how Tesla grants. I don't know if they grant options or stock. But in either case, I really want to believe that there's somebody out there working on the line that's been with Tesla for the last 10 years is now a multimillionaire. And I I really hope that that's the case. That'd be awesome. All right, everybody, that is our show this week. I do want to say this week, Allison Sheridan and, and Tom Merritt discussed some of the news that we covered today and they did it in a little bit more detail on Monday's episode of Daily Tech News Show. Now, I realize that I've sprinted through these news stories, but uh, I have other—I I have a test on Monday and I have to study. So, I had to make this very quick. As it is, I did not do it in one take and I didn't do it in 10 takes. So, I will put a link in the show notes with the episode with Allison and Tom and for Daily Tech News Show. And then... Also, I'll put that in the show notes and also Tom released an episode of a podcast that he does called know a little more. And on this episode of know a little more Tom talks about lithium ion batteries and he does a fantastic job of explaining and, and, and in a very basic and simple easy to understand way how what makes up a lithium ion battery whether it's for your cell phone or whether it's for your car. He even talks about lithium iron phosphate batteries in there. I'll put a link to both of those episodes in the show notes for you to enjoy. Oh, and Allison even sneaks a little plug for the podcast, for the Kilowatt podcast in there. So thank you very much, Allison, for doing that. I already texted her and let her know thank you, but might as well say it here. All right, everybody, that is it for me this week. I want to thank everybody for listening if you want to email me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. You can find me on Twitter at 918digital. If you have emailed me and I haven't emailed you back, more than likely, I will email you back sometime between um, Monday afternoon and Wednesday. I'm hoping to catch up on all my emails. Normally, I don't let more than a couple of days pass between emails, but there's there's just not enough time in the day right now. So... All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next Friday.